0: Welcome to How to Do Marketing Snack Time. I'm your host Jane Hilsden and each week I am going to share out little nuggets of marketing insight, actionable tips and a marketing opinion or two that will help you get the best bang for buck with your small business marketing. and Instagram are incredibly cost effective marketing channels that we can use to promote our brand, our products and services, our events and our messages. However, we must always remember that while we are using Facebook to communicate our messages to our target audience. Our target audience is using Facebook and Instagram to catch up with their families and friends to be in, or to be inspired by beautiful images. If we want our content to capture their attention and engage their interest on these platforms, our visuals need to be thumb-stopping amazing. So I've put together six tips for creating social media images that create that thumb stopping amazingness if that's a word okay number one use real people people connect with people and as much as we would like to get our logo and our message out there we are far more likely to capture our target audience's attention by using engaging photos of real people that they can identify with For this reason, when we're working with a business, we will always try and use photos and videos of the real people that work within the business, as well as their real customers if we can. We also try and avoid stock images as much as possible. So the problem with free or low-cost stock images is that every business is using them. So when you use them, you just kind of blend in to every other man and their dog's marketing. Also, people want to build relationships with authentic people, not with the shiny objects. Okay, number two, try and capture expression as much as you can. When we can ignite an emotional response in our target audience, we stand a much better chance of getting them to read our post or click through to our website to find out more about us. One thing that can spark an emotional response is the expression on somebody's face. To capture this, firstly, the person in your photo needs to be expressive. So like big smiles or, you know, a a face full of wonder or someone who's serious or sad, you know, whatever you're trying to convey. Secondly, the photo needs to be taken close enough for you to really see that expression. You want people to really feel that expression. You know, and I think that probably the, the biggest thing to remember here is that people are checking their social media on their phone. So, you know, the, the image is reduced in size quite a bit. And if they can't see the image properly, like if you've taken it 10 meters away and you can barely even make out who the person is, let alone see their expression, well, people are just going to scroll on by number three we want to encourage as much connection as we can with our images so humans are wired to connect with other humans if you are using people in your business social media images your community are likely to recognize their faces so if you pose a question or if you are celebrating a win with one of those people your community is far more likely to engage emotionally with that post. They'll express this with like a, with a like, a like or a, maybe a love or you know a care emotive, um, and even better with a comment. And we want as many of those um, engagements as possible because this is the currency of the social media algorithm. And remember, if we go back to the point that people are on Facebook to catch up with people that they know, if they're seeing people that. They They know or are slightly familiar with, they're going to be much more um, inclined to engage. Okay, four. Number four is like a technical thing when you're actually taking the photos, and that's let there be light. Try to take your photos in a light space so that viewers can understand the context of your image quickly. When taking photos of people, you can actually get your subjects to face the light source. So if you're outside, you know, just have a look and see where the sun is shining and try and get that on the, your subject's face. And if you're inside, you might just need to get them to face a window so there's kind of light coming in again on their face. Just be careful that it's not too bright because you don't want your subject having a good old squint. That's, that's generally not a great look. Okay, number five make sure you review your background because sometimes when we focus on capturing something in the foreground, such as the people that we're trying to capture, we might actually miss the detail of what's happening in the background. Make sure your background is presenting a professional and appealing picture of your business. But also your background can provide a great opportunity to provide context. So we'll often encourage our clients to think outside of the square when taking professional headshots. And that's, personally because i just can't stand the headshot against the plain white office wall or usually it's like this off-white cream or gray and gross anyway um if you're if you're wanting to kind of add a bit more storytelling and interest to your corporate headshots is there a background that tells a story about your location or community? We'll often um, so kind of look for opportunities in, in Port Macquarie of some, you know, if we really want to make sure that, that the, the business kind of looks local um, and part of, you know, fabric of the community, we'll pick kind of an iconic spot within within Port Macquarie to take the photos. And, of course, we get a professional photographer to do these so they can always do a beautiful portrait shot where, the, you know, the background might be slightly blurred and the the photo of the um, of the person in the photo is quite um you know bright and and focused in the foreground six finally consider the channel dimensions for images so because this is something that sometimes people can get stuck with as a default take your images in landscape so that's horizontal orientation because this orientation probably has the best versatility across social platforms So if you're actually taking a photo for a story upload on Facebook or Instagram or now LinkedIn, take your photo in portrait orientation, sure. You can also consider taking the photo as a square for newsfeed shots on Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram. However, a square photo will not be the best orientation to use in the Facebook ads platform. So get a mixture depending on where you actually plan to to put those photos. But generally, it's the landscape ones that, that we find we use the most. So here's your challenge. Now that you have these six tips to create awesome social media images, I'd like you to go to your social media channels and review your images. Write down three things that you can do from now to create more energy and engagement with your images and see what a difference this makes to your results. Thanks so much for listening to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do subscribe to ensure that you don't miss a trick. Also, while you were there, I'd love it if you could drop me a rating or review. And if you are anything like me and love connecting with other like-minded small business owners, come and join us in the How To Do Marketing Facebook group. We would love to see you there. Until next time, happy marketing.